How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Inside High School Sports is brought to you by Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. Good morning and welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiuri. Francis Beck from WNY Athletics is here. Kyrie Demos from the Niagara Gazette and Roger Weiss, Derek Kramer producing. We are all set to talk some high school football this morning. A little cloudy. Not exactly the nicest day, but <laughs> hey, what do you expect for fall, right, Raj? Absolutely. Uh, I have nothing for news and notes, Anthony, but I do want to send along. Good. Thank you, everybody. Good night. <laughs> we'll see you next week. I do <laughs> want to send a message. Uh, Markel said to say hello. I spent last night uh, at the Lancaster game with him. He had all intentions of coming here this morning, but he has a wake and a funeral to attend. Oh, so I'm sorry he sends along his best wishes and. Hopefully you'll see around Thanksgiving. He thinks that might be the next time he's home. Cool. Yeah, it would be great to see him. Well, uh, you know, a lot going on in uh, high school before the before the show. You guys are like right at it. I'm not waiting for the show to start. All right, let's start comparing. How is it looking for doubling? What are they going to do here? Hey, this team did this. So this is the kind of atmosphere that we are in right now. But uh, before we get to uh, the scores from last night, remember, Roger, last week I was telling you that I was headed to Manhattan Park. Uh, we had a, a Little League game against the Buffalo Vets. Oh, you're going to start with the ribs. Oh, I'm Get definitely going to start with the ribs. <laughs> oh, oh, gonna, and then you had to post it yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Well, first of all, I want to thank the Buffalo Vets for their awesome hospitality. Niagara Falls Junior Football Club had a great day. We had four great games with the Buffalo Vets. Uh, two great organizations putting it all out on the line. And I would like to thank uh, James Mallory's mom for the ribs. Oh, Raj, you should have seen. The, they were big. They were thick. They were tasty. Next time that happens, I'm blackmailing you, Anthony. <laughs> oh. I, I know a way around it. I'll fix My. it. My. <laughs> I, I mean, when I showed up, and they said, okay, Tony, we saved these for you. And I just went over to the side and like, oh, forget about football. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to enjoy these. Nice big thing of coleslaw to go with it. And they had other great things: cheesy chili fries, uh, chili dogs, cheese Why would dogs. Why you want to ruin ribs with coleslaw? Um, I don't get that. Yeah, what you I'm don't like coleslaw? Going to decline oh, the comment. Well, you know one. what? I think uh, I'd uh, <laughs> bypass the coleslaw so I have room for more ribs. But yeah, that's just me. That's just what me do too. I know? I, I, what about I potato salad? Yeah, I like potato salad, too, but, you know, I'm not going to turn down coleslaw. Or some good mac and cheese with it. Some mac and cheese would have gone great. Maybe some cornbread. Yeah, absolutely. That would have really kicked it up a notch. To me, you load up on all that other stuff. It's an insult to the preparer of the ribs. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my personal Roger's opinion. polite. We we give him that. He's at least polite. <laughs> it's like everybody talking about, what do you like, gravy? No. Gravy hides bad mashed potatoes. They're bad some are dry. Oh, we're going to fight. We're oh, fighting man. during the break. We're fighting during the break because oh, if you don't put gravy on your mashed potatoes and then mix your corn in with oh, it. Oh, exactly. Oh, no, the pizza corn in with it, yes. Gravy? This show's Why? getting out of hand here. 
This is getting out of hand. Oh. See what I got to deal with, here, audience? See what I got to deal with? <laughs> <laughs> All right, time for our G&G Fitness Coach of the Week. If you would like to nominate a coach, go to livefit.com. Uh, put uh, submit your coach of the week and why that coach deserves to be nominated. And this week it is going to Al Cavanero of Star Point Football, retiring after 34 years with that program. Uh, amazing, great guy. One uh, somebody posted or nominated Al, and I said I couldn't agree more. He's just a tremendous guy, and uh, Star Point's going to miss him. But he's leaving the program in good hands, as we mentioned before. Oh, yeah. You know, um, I actually got to do a story about this this week. Um, you know, it's been so cool to cover uh, the Starpoint program, just seeing, you know, how they've come along over the last few years, dominating in Class A. Um, but, you know, the way that Coach uh, Cav has it set up, um, Tim Racy is going to take over for him. And, good I mean, guy. Yeah, good guy. Um, but just the, the way the whole staff is built, you know, it really reminds me of a college football program. You know, Coach Cav is like the CEO at the top. And then, you know, letting his coordinators and assistants really handle things. Um, but, you know, talking. Not the least of which is my man, Nate Butel. Nate Butel. Absolutely. Yeah, Billy Aquino, just to name a few. And they're good guys. Yeah. Big win last night, too. Big, that was, yes. They got a lot of walking wounded, and they needed that. They could have been. Uh, See, Francis, I know you're disappointed. They couldn't add them to the three win, three loss tiebreaker. <laughs> so sorry about that. But. Uh, uh, Starpoint uh, put themselves. I think they would be the second. In fact, seed they uh, be the yeah they are the number now. two seed. They get a home playoff game. In yeah. fact, uh, kudos to Marvin Townsend who was ca- called up from the JV. Marvin uh, coached at uh, Niagara Falls Junior Football Club. Now over at uh, Starpoint, it was good to see him out on the field last night. Yeah. And Kerry, this is Coach Cavs' 99th win, right? 99th win. So this is actually really cool. Um, they play Lockport next week. Play, he could get his 100th win against, uh, I would call him an arch rival. I don't know if it's as much a, a rivalry night game on a regular basis, but to me, if I'm Starpoint, Lockport's got to be my arch rival. Absolutely. That's the thing. It's like, you know, it's a new rivalry. It's not TNT, obviously, but it's, you know, it's a rivalry that's been growing over the last decade or so. And I mean, it's truly a rivalry now. It started out with Lockport really dominating the early portion of the series. Last few years, Star Points really handled things. So it's going to be cool, though, for Coach Cav because, you know, it's his cross town rival. But also, too, he had, his kids went to Lockport. You know, I, I didn't know went, that. Yeah, I went to school with um, Allie and, and John. Um, they're, you know, two Lockport kids. So, yeah, you know, it'll be cool to be able to potentially get his 100th win against Lockport. You mentioned Lockport. I'm going to be there tonight. Uh, my Little League team is taking on TTFA, Lockport's Outwater Park, mm-hmm. and it's a neutral site game, so we'll be there at 7 o'clock. And, you know, it, when we found out that we were playing this game, and I can't help but thinking back to when I was a kid playing football for Shoshone, mm-hmm. and it was a treat when we got to play under the lights at Williamsville. Williamsville, I believe, at that time was the only in our league that we played, you know, the teams that we played against, we only one had lights, and it was such a big deal as a kid to walk out onto the field under the lights and to play in that. You like, you wanted to cue the Monday Night Football theme, <laughs> and you know, it's just a neat atmosphere. Now that I'm uh, of uh, get off my lawn age, I'm like, no, <laughs> wait a minute, I, I need to be to bed early. I can't. <laughs> no, it's but it's going to be exciting for the kids, and uh, we'll see. It'll be a little chilly. Other though. than a game at a uh, Bills game at the rock pile and i mean it was dark back in those days the lights at the rock pile just weren't there i think the first football game i ever attended at night was in fact at 
I'll just say Williamsville High School. There was no East and uh, North back then, so it was just Williamsville High School, which you now know as Williamsville South. And it was against West Seneca High School because there was no West and East. There was just West Seneca. I know I'm predating myself. Then myself again, ladies and, and gentlemen, it was a one-room school. <laughs> <laughs> All the grades were compact into one school. Roger used to ride the horse to school every day. No, the buggy. The oh, buggy, the horse and buggy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! I'm gonna get even with you sooner or later, <laughs> later. or later if not sooner. Excuse hey, me. My first night game ever would be the very first game played at the Ralph, the Bills against the Redskins in a preseason game. Uh, Bills Did you lost get there that on time? one. No, we missed the opening <laughs> kickoff, which was returned for a touchdown because we were stuck in traffic. Who's that? Herb Mulkey? Does that sound like the right person to return that kick? I don't recall the name, but I just know that by the time well, we got in there, Bills paying attention? Oh, that's right. You didn't get there. <laughs> no, I was a kid. I mean, this is what, 1972? Oh, uh, great. Some, uh, August of 73. 73? Okay, so I was, what, seven? My very first game? All right. Oh, All right, man. guys, let's get into the uh, scores from last night. We'll talk about the games, whichever ones you guys want to just jump out, and you can follow along uh, either in today's uh, Niagara Gazette or in today's Buffalo News. And we will start out with, uh, where did I have it? We had two scores from Thursday night, and then I completely lost that one already. Sweet Home did a number on Ken Morris. Yeah, 40-12. 40-12. to 12, and DePue beat Lackawanna on yep, Thursday? Yep, 21-nothing. So they had uh, those two games on Thursday night. And on we go to last night and some non-league games. Randolph beat Chautauqua Lake Westfield 24-7. to St. Francis over Dover of Ohio 62-41. to Salamanca beating Clyde Savannah of Section 5. That was 48-32. to Franklinville, Ellicottville 42 beat Cataraugs Little Valley 8. Uh, Southwestern over Gowanda Pine Valley 20 to nothing. Actually, that was the four game Tony oh that was yeah. oh yeah that's right they so have it to should give them been... 20 for the oh, plus yes. differential yeah. right that's why they list the score as 20 to nothing yeah. my bad I forgot about that port and that was on our uh, Facebook page Portville beat Fredonia 20 to 6 Allegheny Limestone beating Faulkner uh, 32 to 8 Wilson beating Silver Creek staying unbeaten that was 27 to 6 Medina Lindaville Barker beat Akron 20 to 14 Burgard over Alden, 46-18. Josh Allen. I was just going to say, were you aware about Josh Allen doing a Josh Allen game prep co- talk for Burgard? That's wow. awesome. Outstanding stuff. You know, and I, I love when the Buffalo Bills do things like that, and I remember other players doing it in the past. If the players only knew how much it meant to the high school kids, even go out to some little league games yeah. and surprise the kids there. You'd be surprised what you would do for the kids, not to mention instill that excitement level in them, something that, yeah, I want to continue playing football because this is so neat. It's something to add to the experience. So I would just wish more and more of that would happen. But uh, kudos to Josh Allen, showing why he's such a great community guy. Uh, Tonawanda, 34, Eden, North Collins, 12. Olean over Springville, 34-7. to West New York Maritime, 56 to nothing over Merivale. Iroquois beating Dunkirk, 38-36. Pioneer, 35. East Aurora Holland, 7. 
Cheektowaga beating Lakeshore 31-6. Star Point over Grand Island 28-17. Williamsville South 38, West Seneca East 34. Will North 27, North Tonawanda 7. McKinley over Williamsville East 38-14. Kenmore West 16, Hamburg 6. Clarence over Lockport 51-14. Bennett did a number on Frontiers, 66-14. Orchard Park by one over Lancaster, 21-20. And Bishop Tymon blanking Cardinal O'Hara, 14-0. Uh, story of missed extra points for Lancaster this year. Yeah, that's definitely an interesting. No, it was a missed extra point on their first touchdown last night. Uh, uh, when you say missed extra point in the Clarence game that they lost, it was a missed attempt. At a two-point conversion oh, okay, yeah. in overtime. I don't think that was a Well, bad I think kick. Lancaster, they were driving uh, down 21 to 20. There were a couple minutes left in the game, and they fumbled inside the 10. Ooh. Controversial. <laughs> I didn't uh, see Controversy? It. <laughs> no, not in high school. Yeah, come on. No, no, they no didn't way. show the replay on the Time Warner because, well, you know, my wife had taped the game for me, and they did not show the replay, but – uh I don't know if I should mention his name, but I Time went to the, uh, but I went to the uh, game last night with a good friend of mine, and he says, number one, he thought the guy was down, and number two, the ground can't cause the fumble now. Right. right. So, uh, Orchard Orchard Park completely outplayed, but they were resilient. They took advantage of every opportunity. My biggest question on them, at the end of the game, when you're running out the clock and you're going to use running plays, why would you have your top-notch passing quarterback doing the running? Hand the ball off and get away. They already lost their best defensive player early in the game, uh, Pataki, due to concussion protocol. Uh, That would be my biggest question. But uh, Well, they only had one rushing yard in the first half. Yeah. That's it? Yeah, that's what Spectrum said in their oh, halftime stats. They only had one rushing yard. Oh, they got so completely outplayed for three quarters until that one a deflected pass it turns out to be a pick six. And uh, Orchard Park, to their credit, they wrote it. I, uh, well, as much as Orchard, you might say Orchard Park won the game, Lancaster as much beat themselves last night. Yeah. So what's this dude now for AA, Francis? Uh, obviously, Orchard Park is completely in the driver's seat. Well, yeah, they got still got next week. They got to go down to Jamestown. Yeah, they got to go down to Jamestown. But even if they lose that game, they'll be, then they'll be the. Uh, they'll be the. Well, it depends on if Jamestown wins this afternoon. They, they win play this Niagara afternoon. Falls this afternoon, so I won't say it's a given. But yeah, uh, no, it's, it's pretty close. Uh, so if they win this afternoon and they win next week, Jamestown will get the top seed. The winner, uh, Orchard Park is guaranteed a number two. Yes. If they win their number one. And they would host a game. Maybe two. two maybe Actually two, two assuming yeah. they win the first one. Right. Yeah. Uh, the uh, thing is, and Francis is drooling over the possibility, if Jamestown loses, now they got four teams at four and two, and he can play his little game. I don't want to play that. That's not a fun <laughs> game. They don't all play each other. It's if uh, if Jamestown wins next week, it's straightforward. Jamestown and OP will both be uh, five and one in the league. Jamestown will have the head 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 to head tiebreaker. It was so much easier when I had my own teeth, Anthony. You know that. Uh, then there will be three teams at four and two: mm-hmm. Bennett, 
Lancaster. Clarence and Lancaster. They all played each other, A, B, 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 C, C, B, D. So they go to point differential. Among to, those games. Among those three teams. and their When they two, played each other. Right. Bennett has the advantage on there and would finish third. And then they go to the first tiebreaker for a tie in fourth, which means Clarence versus Lancaster. Clarence won head-to-head. So they would be fourth. Lancaster would be fifth. Wow. The 4-5 game would be a rematch of uh, the overtime one-point victory. It will be at Clarence. Oh, man. Now, keep in mind, wow. this is Heads only, are exploding right this now. Is only if yeah. Jamestown wins this week and beats Orchard Park. Yes. Right. If they don't win next week, then we could have four teams tied for four and two for that And they two all seed. didn't play each other, so yeah. you've got to get to about the 15th tiebreaker to yeah, figure out who common plays opponents, who. I can't even wrap Then NASA comes one. in, and they have to put a formula together <laughs> to figure it out. And that's the thing. That's like, no joke. That's no joke with that. It's, I don't, you know, without it's a crazy Mil- year. Without yeah. Mildaround, you know, the late Daryl <laughs> Gustavo, I didn't want to get involved with that. Thank God for Francis. <laughs> and it's not that he wants to do it. He doesn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> My head won't let me not do it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting because, you know, Niagara Falls out of all those teams is probably in the most interesting spot. Like, they've put themselves in such a great position, but they could really, they could be as high as potentially the two seed, but they could drop all the way to what six or seven? Well, yeah. if they were to they win today, can you imagine it'd be seven? Uh, it would be oh, second so we'll They could drop, they could drop six. to six, but, uh, six, but still, but still, the six seed plays the third seed. Yeah. But does it matter which one of those teams the six seed plays? They are so even, right? They're so close. That's the and, thing. Uh, Orchard Park looks good right now. They're at the mercy of weather though, because they do not have a running game. They do not. Nothing they do not. like. Francis said, "What they have one yard rushing, one yard in, in the rushing first half. first half, scoring a spectrum." Yeah, this is a different Orchard Park team. You know, this isn't those those dominant you know offensive teams where it's you know okay, well we got a great running game and we can pass it over the top too. Like this is very reliant on Jack Sharp and um, what he's able to do through the passing game. Well, they got a great offensive line and obviously a competent passing game, a quarterback that can deliver. Uh, so yeah, when the weather gets uh, dicey. You know, are you going to be able to rely on the passing game? You know, Plus, when the winds are kicking up and it's cold out, tougher for receivers to grab the ball, uh, tougher for the quarterbacks to grip. Yeah, that those things will play uh, a factor. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, take a look at some of the other games and uh, classes where we stand right now with only a few weeks left of the regular season. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Kelly-Jury, along with Francis Beck from WNY Athletics, Kyrie Demos from the Niagara Gazette, Roger Weiss, Derek Kramer producing. We're all set. We're talking about games last night. Impact uh, for playoffs. Hard to believe that the season's almost over already. <sighs> oh, it just goes by so fast. It's ridiculous. rivalry, Anthony. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy, and uh, is, you know the big question: Is this the year Tonawanda gets the monkey off their back and beats North Tonawanda? <laughs> That's what inquiring minds want to know. How long has it been? Like, like was this twenty years or something? Oh my goodness, that's really crazy. I mean, if if you're going to do it, this is the year. Uh, NT's one and five. I mean, you he, think about it, as long as I've been doing this show, Tonawanda has not beaten North Tonawanda. That is crazy. Just this is going on my nineteenth year. Wow. I'm jumping ahead to Class C, but it looks like not Can only... Can you move the microphone closer to your face? You're the one that put it back I over know here. I didn't put it back. Just tightened it up so you didn't drop it. <laughs> See, it's See, always me, Francis. <laughs> always me. No, not only might uh, this be the year that uh, Tonawanda beats North Tonawanda, but could you imagine in the beginning of the year we, if we said, you know what, this year Tonawanda is going to beat North Tonawanda and Cleve Hill is not going to make the playoffs. Oh, my goodness. I'd have told you you're dreaming. <laughs> How no. does it? No, not in, not in this. No, because uh, from what Francis tells me, he thinks Cleve Hill's already out. Yeah, Cleve Hill should be already out. That they're going to the my funky bowl. Yeah, I thought there was a rule in Section Six as that Cleve Hill has to play at the stadium. <laughs> well, <laughs> so well not only that, if they didn't make the playoffs, uh, this would be the first time that I can remember that they did not play a Section Six playoff game either on their home field or at the Ralph. There used to be a rule that Sweet Home had to win every Section Six game, and that that's t- true. Those times mm-hmm. changed too. So hey, maybe it's an end of an era. It's amazing. Yeah, the late John Fowler and that one uh, streak, what, from 2007 on, 77 and 5? 69-game win streak Yeah, against Section 6 opponents. Yeah, Will North cut that one down, right? Yeah, that was when Will North started to come up. Right. Here's Tony, another rare occurrence. All right, give it to me. Amherst is playing in a a pivotal playoff uh, matchup matchup in week week 7. In week Week 7. Yeah. And it, with a game with key playoff implications. Wow. How That's right. They play that? Albion today. That's a non-leaguer. My yeah. mistake. Wow. <laughs> everything's just turning upside down. Oh, my goodness. What uh, You mentioned you wanted to talk about a game last night. Yeah, absolutely. I, I got to go to Starpoint and GI. So, you know, that you know kind of sets up for next week um, with Grand Island losing last night to Starpoint. Um, I wanted to talk about Joe Carlson. How could you not? How could you? Listen. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't want to be biased, you know, because I cover this kid. But I, how can you not say that this kid's the best player in Western New York? He rushes for rushes for 92 yards and a touchdown, 10 of 18, 115 passing yards and a touchdown, catches four passes, 59 yards and a touchdown. So this kid is their leading rusher, receiver. Passer on the night. You said he caught four passes. Is the uh, number one quarterback back, or is this the third no, string? He's not. So he was starting last night as the Wildcat quarterback, and then the first play that he switched to receiver last night, he catches a fifty-yard oh. bomb. 
He has the game clinching interception, almost house called it, and it was called back on a uh, there was a, a, a late hit or something like that. But um, you know, this kid, I, I don't know what more. This, and the kid had had four extra points last night too. Raj, how does Connolly Cup not have him? Uh, I mean, I'm sure they, you know, he's on the radar and everything. But you think uh, you'd have to look at him as a front runner? I don't know about front runner, but I mean, definitely top a, five. He's certainly I would a say finalist. Top five. Top five for sure. Because there's no. Because there's Ritz is still is still doing great. Yeah, and you then got you all these quarterbacks with these numbers, and the numbers mean a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys, you know, one of the other guy besides uh, him, you know, I really like, and I don't know if he's gonna make it. Is uh, uh, the 250-pound fullback from Newfane. My God, he's not Jayden even Pierce. their leading rusher. He's yeah, not. I mean, well, no, the quarterback's the leading rusher. Yeah. But Anthony, this guy is, like I say, 250 pounds. He's mad converse, Converted lineman. Oh, and he also runs a 4-7-40. You don't get him in the first three steps, you're not going <sighs> to knock him down. Uh, you'd be better off trying to tackle a truck at 30 well, miles Well, I told you, hour. it's like Zonka back in the day, bigger, oh, than, yeah, but, bigger than the, loft, except, uh, the uh, offensive line. Zonka couldn't run no 4 7 no. 40, I guarantee you. And he's he didn't leading, need to. <laughs> hey, true. He's their leading tackler on defense. He's rushed for, I believe, 11 rushing touchdowns at this point on, on the season. So, so he's definitely on the radar, or has to be. Absolutely. Anthony, the first time I saw him was a year ago against Burgard. It was at uh, either Ohio or Riverside. I can't remember. And I said, this guy's running on the field of the line, and he's got number 44 or whatever it was. <laughs> anyway, how does he get a number like that? Then I saw him in the backfield, and I saw him. Oh, my God. Oh, you know, no thank you, Coach. Uh, you know, how's that saying go put me in, Coach, I want to play? It would be take me out, Coach, I don't want to play. <laughs> he's actually 260, so that makes it a little more impressive even. But And yeah, he can run. can run. Last week you should have seen he hit the edge a couple times on the Tonawanda defense. It like you, it's like you said, those guys see him in the open field. They're like, ah, oh, well, I'm gonna go this way. I'm gonna make a business decision. Yeah, <laughs> <really>. <laughs> All right, let's get into some of the other uh, action and and. Uh, so said, why don't we talk about A two a little yeah, bit? Yeah, because that looks good, like it's. Uh, all right, so the number one seed is South Park. They clinched last week. Star Point with the win is number two. So now we could have a four way. We're gonna have four way tie. It looks like for the three and four seeds. Right now, West Seneca East and Sweet Home are currently three and three. That's where they're going to finish. Amherst plays Grand Island. Winner of that game is three and three. And then if Will South loses next week to South Park, they end up three and three. So we'll have a four-way tie. Now, um, Grand Island did not play West Seneca East, so that four-way tie would be very difficult to figure out right now. But if Amherst were to win. You would have West Seneca East take the third seed, and you would have Williamsville South take the fourth seed because in those situations, you would take the games played among just those teams, and West Seneca East would come out with a plus 13-point differential. And then once you do that, you go to you take out the West Seneca East games, and you do the three games among Sweet Home, Will South, and Amherst, and Will South would have a plus 8-point differential. But that's only if Amherst wins. If Grand Island wins, th- this is going to be a lot tougher. There's going to be a test on this later on, folks. Yeah, I hope, <laughs> Jeez. I hope you're cramming. <laughs> so if you carry the two over and then you <laughs> round it up to the next decimal point. In 1,492, Tippy Canoe and Tyler Tooze at 5440. And fo- yeah, you're right, Francis. Oh, yeah, if you, if, if you apply Chevy Chev's theorem and, uh, of uh, statistics, all right. Man, this is confusing. 
All right. And what about bees? Are these bees are straight and are, uh, are pretty much set? They're a little set? bit easier. They're a little bit easier. So we have seven teams already uh, have berths in the playoffs for Class B. We know the order of the top four. That order is Maritime at number one. They got it by beating Maryvale by 20 points or more. Then you have, because uh, I should say first, all four teams in the top are 4-0. So it's a four-way tie. Maritime by point differential gets the first seed. Then you have a three-way tie between Newfane, Albion, and Cheektowaga. Because we're going by point differential and they all didn't play each other, Newfane would get the number two seed despite losing to Albion. Wow. Which is unbelievable because they lost to Albion, but it was it was a non-league game. It's, right. Yeah, but well, it, it would have. It was a crossover game. Crossover. It's a crossover every game. Team, every team in B, they played uh, their four league opponents. They played one non-league game, <laughs> and their other two games <laughs> were considered crossover games, which helped determine only the seeding between the first and second finishers. Okay. Now, yeah, it would have counted as if Newfane and Albion were tied with the same record. Yeah. But because they're in a three-way tie or a four-way tie, mm-hmm. It, they all didn't play head-to-head, so we have to throw that out. So okay. Newfane's number two, Albion's three, and four is Sheik Tawaga. Those are set. Uh, the other, the bottom three, the bottom four, Pioneer gets a spot, Iroquois gets a spot, and Tanawana gets a spot. We're still trying to figure out B3. Olean um, controls their destiny. Olean controls their own destiny. Lackawanna. If they don't, then Francis will be happy because then you got three teams at two and two, and he can play his tight. Oh, I already game. figured that out. <laughs> oh, I already so figured you, that. So what happens if Olean loses? If Lackawanna wins by fifteen points or more okay. against uh, Depew, wins the tiebreaker over Olean and Lackawanna, and yeah, over yeah for the two seed. If Lackawanna wins by four plus four, by plus fourteen points, Depew and Olean are tied with point differential, and it goes to least allowed points. If Lackawanna wins by 13 points or less or loses, Olean gets the two seat. Is that going to be the same test as the A2s, or will that be a, se- a separate test? This is going to be finals. Are you kidding yeah, me? Absolutely. <laughs> you oh. can't graduate. Well, you pass this whoever one. can figure this out gets an automatic scholarship to Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Good man. job, Francis. What are, now? All right, we we do have games that are. Are, uh, have impact and have meaning, especially in A1. Uh, where are we looking there? A1 is all but set. I, I'm short of a McKinley loss messing things up. We pretty much, it's going to be McKinley, the first seed, Kemmer West, the two seed, and uh, West Seneca West, the three seed, Will North, the four seed. Again, if McKinley loses, it messes things up because um, no, they still they beat Ken West head to head. Yeah, but they don't have they wouldn't they would have the same record as West Seneca West, and they didn't play each other. So this it'll get a little funky here. So I don't really I didn't really want to dive That's into assuming what, today that West Seneca West does knock off Niagara Wheatfield. Yes. Okay. Um. So, but A one is pretty much set in pen, not quite in stone, but. Pretty much in pen. It's you have a clear pit. A clear, yeah, clear pitch. Four teams will be there. Anyway. We know which four like seeds, and we're and we're pretty sure on the order. Okay. What about we still have two B's to go through? Uh, one and three. No, we're we're good with B's. Oh, B's are all yeah set. because okay. it's all they all play in one playoff. Four divisions, but it's one playoff of eight oh, teams. Okay. C's. Now, what about C's? C, um, North is pretty much set. Let me just bring this up. Uh, Wilson clinched the top seed last week. Uh, JFK clinches the two seed today if they can beat Roy Hart. Akron has clinched at least the three seed. In order for them to get the two, they would need two JFK losses and to 
get a win next week. Uh, Silver Creek should be the four seed. Any word on um, Akron's quarterback? Has he come back yet from the uh, injury from uh, the Wilson game? Uh, we uh, we don't think so. They might be holding him out as precaution for now. Um, it sounds like it's not too serious, but they have two non-leaguers, so I think if there was any doubt, they probably want to hold him back and uh, let him go for the playoffs. Not cr- only that, it would be a, either the three-seed or the two-seed. They know who they're going to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it's that big a deal whether they go on the road or stay at home. Yeah. You're talking Akron and JFK. It's not like it's Akron had to go down to uh, Southwestern or something like that. So I would, you know... Not throw caution to the wind. I would hold him out until he's ready because they are a completely different team when he's around. I mean, it's, you know, it's crazy to think forty-seven to nothing. They had uh, Cleve Hill mm-hmm. what early in the third quarter. Oh yeah, and so uh, yeah, he's a difference maker. And it's crazy because that game, that game, that one possession, that first possession, that opening drive, really just changed the face of everything. You go from this kid. Driving you down, I mean, he had a huge, I don't know, 30-yard gain to get down to the one. They drag him down, horse-collar tackle. Now he's hurt. They go from, okay, well, we might win the two, win the C North, get the number one seed, get two home playoff games, to they might be on the road the whole time. Wow. That's amazing. What about, uh, and before we go to the break, Francis, uh, in Class D? Uh, Class D, they were all not playing yesterday, so there's only five teams. There's still a lot to figure out. Okay. You so also missed the class. We still didn't do Class C South. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, Class C South. Uh, Southwestern clinched last week the number one seed with the forfeit of Gowanda. Portville has the number two seed as they won last night. Uh, if Chautauqua Lakes beat Allegheny Limestone, this is where things get interesting. We have a three-way tie. Uh, oh no! <laughs> no way! Why am I not surprised? Not again! <laughs> no! I didn't Stop say a thing. He said, "This is where it gets interesting." You know, you see how excited see. he gets. Uh, Francis got the little, the little kid face. He's got on, the like, lab oh. coat on. <laughs> it's Christmas morning. Thank this is why I don't get any sleep. <laughs> Come here, my precious standings. <laughs> <laughs> If Chautauqua Lake wins by seven points or more, they get the third seed. Allegheny Limestone would get the fourth seed, and Fredoni would be out of the playoffs. Uh, if Chautauqua Lake wins by six points, them and Allegheny Limestone would be tied, and you'd have to go to um, least points allowed to figure out what they to who gets that spot, and that could potentially. That would change on whether Fredonia makes the playoffs. If Chautauqua Lake wins by five points or less or loses, they miss the playoffs. Uh, Allegheny Limestone would get the should get the three seed. Fredonia would get the four. Luckily, they wow, all play each my, other. My head is just melted over. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh. guys, let's take a break. Let's let Francis cool down. I see smoke emanating from his head right now. We'll take a break. Don't forget following us at 11 o'clock Sports Talk Saturday. We'll be here at you uh, talking Bills, Sabres, and everything else. Keep it locked right here at WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports. That's Sports Talk Saturday. 
follows us at 11, recapping last night's games, looking at how the playoff scenario is looking. Francis has just given us a uh, you know uh, intro to playoffs 101 course. <laughs> Any chance you could repeat that? <laughs> Section 6 playoffs for dummies, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, real quick note, uh, Frank Wolf told me Akron's QB and top linebacker are out for the season. Yeah, and their, their middle linebacker? Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, top linebacker. Top linebacker, yeah, that's right. Uh, I also got a message on Twitter for that as well. Now, uh, we one thing that we missed on News and Notes, Roger, you and I were just discussing that. Uh, West Seneca West has a new, uh, new basketball, basketball coach. Really good to real old people for the basketball coach. Right? Yeah, he just graduated, what, last week? Uh-huh. Stan Weir, for those of you who don't remember, as a, I believe as a sophomore, he played on that 2010 Nichols basketball Fab Five team with mm-hmm. Will Regan, Ron Canestro, uh, Connor Vandergriff, and Andy McKinnon. I can't that, believe you remember all was, those names. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, you know, that was a starting five that would be the only starting five to me in the years I've been covering that would come close would be, you know, Niagara Falls, Niagara Niagara Falls, Falls with Johnny Flynn and Paul Harris. Uh, Garrison Gamble and, says the six and man. anybody else. Starks was six man on yep, that team. Yeah. Stark goes to another school. He might have made all Western New York yeah, in basketball as well. But James Starks, uh, yeah. But congratulations, congratulations Stan. to uh, Stan Weir. Yeah, good, good guy. Glad he's uh, taking over the program. I'm sure he'll do well. Uh, let's see. Take a look at uh, Monsignor Martin. Uh, not we, much. See, it's the whole thing. Yeah, but well, last week. Uh, St. Francis defeated St. Joe's in a tight game, twenty-seven to twenty-one, was the finals. That means St. Francis they have a date with Canisius, I believe, in Week Eight. If they win that game, they get the top seed and a bye in the Monsignor Marnay playoffs. And then last night, Timon defeated O'Hara fourteen nothing, setting up the Tigers and St. Mary's for the first seed in the Bs. I don't know what week that game is. That might be Week Eight as well. Rumor has it Francis is hoping that Canisius beats St. Francis so they can have the three-way <laughs> one, one and one and he can play his little game. But, uh, no, it was very important win for uh, St. Francis. Now, theoretically, if uh, uh, St. Francis holds on to the number one, because the key there is the 2-3 game, the host team only has to win. You know, the first seed gets to buy, okay. which might be critical because uh, – Whoever wins the two three game has got to come right back and play the number one seed. And Good luck. It's uh, yeah, really. Good luck. But yeah. it's it's interesting. My senior Martin is interesting. Don't sleep on Canisius just yet. Tyler no, Baker. they've they've been uh, they've been picking up and rolling with a little bit of steam lately. We've talked about you know their size, uh, their, their skill positions. Uh, you know, was it a thing where they just had to put it all together and where all the pieces are finally working? Who knows? But uh, you're right; it is exciting right now. Yeah. In losing last week, you know what St. Joe's really impressed me about? What's they that? held St. Francis scoreless in the second half. Oh wow, that's that's big. That's important. <laughs> That's That's saying something, that is man. saying something. Uh, and, you know, because besides uh, the St. Francis quarterback, Ritz, is mm-hmm. that his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got this. Well, all these people are saying Janslick. In the old country, we say Lonshek, the running back for St. Francis. I like him as much, if not more, than Ritz as a Conley Cup finalist. Wow. Because he plays both sides. Okay. Any, uh, if you were to start throwing, maybe it's too early, start throwing out uh, possible trench trophy. Uh, finalist, or are you even allowed to speculate? Oh, no, it's, there's, the names are out there. They, you know, they come up with six every week. Uh, 
I don't get to look at the films because even when watching the films and you're supposed to watch the linemen, I can't once the ball's like I watch the ball instead of the linemen. I let the experts on the committee. I help them out by getting nominees in and talking to coaches. After that, the experts on the trench committee, they take care of that. In fact, I was watching some a video this week. Uh, Mouse McNally posted in grading offensive linemen, which I found interesting. I like to sit down and, and do that sort of stuff. It, it, uh, you see a lot when you when you see it the way it's broken down the right way. A lot of things just pop out at you, and you're like, "Wow, okay, yeah, I see the, what they're saying." His um his um camps always are, were so cool because he would have it was it was a nice like uh, duality to it. Like you would have the the um you know the film room type stuff, the mm-hmm. technique. He'd, show things on stage and things, but then carry it over to the field, which was always cool, too. Yeah, he does a wonderful job. If anybody, I don't know if he's still uh, done, but I'm sure if you contact him and you want to put a camp or clinic together, he'd be the guy to go to. Can you imagine the reaction on these kids, though, the first time they set eyes on McNally? This guy, oh, yeah, NFL lineman and all this, that, and the other (laughs) thing. They walk in and, okay, here comes... uh, you know, Jim McNally out there, and he walks out, and this guy looks about half as big as George Carlin. <laughs> the funny thing is, one of my, my offensive line coach at St. John Fisher, he's like, yeah, you know, old Mouse over there in Buffalo. I'm like, Mouse? He's like, yeah, Mouse McNally. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> understand that. <laughs> I, I, I think that's probably one of the best uh, clinics I had ever gone to was the one he put on. Uh, we had it at Star Point High School with all the uh, NASA coaches, and he was absolutely fantastic. He kept going through. It's like I, I hope I'm not, you know, putting going over your heads with this stuff. We're like, no, we're right with you, coach. We're following along. We're just we're soaking everything in. He thought maybe we were just, uh, you know, bored or something. No, you're just in awe, and you don't want to interrupt him. You just yeah, keep going. This is fantastic. I learned an awful lot from watching him. You don't have oh, to worry yeah. about questions, but when you do have questions, by the time he's done, he's answered your question that you were holding. You yeah. know. Whole questions till the end because I'll answer them. I might give you the answer later, and certainly he does. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Now next week is rivalry week, and uh, give for our fans out there who want to go to games, who are hosting some of the, who are hosting the games. We know North Tonawanda is hosting Tonawanda, yep. correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's hosting the Lancaster Depew game? I believe it's at Depew because Lancaster has senior night last night. Okay. I I will correct. Rockport if, uh, will host uh, Star Point. That'll next be week. on Saturday. Yep. Um, North is hosting East in the Battle of Williamsville, one of the battles of Williamsville. Uh, Newfane is going to Wilson. That's going to be an interesting game. That's going to be a really cool game. Two divisional champs, just hey, just playing, just to play. You know, that'll be real fun. Well, here's what it's intriguing about that game, and as you were mentioning, the big running back there for Newfane going up against a small Wilson defense, but technically sound, as I've said yeah. the last couple of weeks. That's going to be interesting. How does Wilson? How do they get in there and uh, and able to deal with a back of that size? Yeah, I want to see too. Um, Bobby Atlas, the quarterback from Wilson, he's literally turned the ball over one time this season. Smart, efficient football. Uh, I want to see how he, how he's able to play against a tough Newfane defense, uh, one of the best defensive units in the area. Um, before we talk about uh, some of those games next week, I did want to mention a couple of notes for today. Um, with Newfane actually playing against Lewiston Porter, you know it's actually a matchup of two other best running backs um, in Western New York with Jaden Hears and then Gino Fontana. That's right. Yeah, and it's crazy to me. And he's like, putting up some quietly putting up great numbers. 
quietly like okay so against uh lakeshore this kid puts up 336 yards last week he follows that up with 226 and four touchdowns against east aurora in an upset you know they play newfane today now they're done with their b schedule they're not they're not even going to make the playoffs and this kid is on the verge of cracking 1k so i mean that's pretty crazy to me but um one thing i did want to mention was uh, in the Niagara Falls game today. I want to see how That's senior day, by the way. Uh, I think at 1 o'clock they'll start with I the intros. A, oh, yeah. Yeah, 2 o'clock. Yeah, so that'll the be game broadcasted. starts at 2, but they'll introduce the seniors at 1, cheerleaders and uh, players. And we'll have a live broadcast on Mixler.com slash Athletics. Yeah, I really like the uh, the matchup that it poses for the Niagara Falls offense just because I want to see what they can do, you know, in a big-time game like this. You know, uh, Justin Humphrey-Goldsmith, He's the first uh, thousand-yard passer in Niagara Falls history, so you know he's been able to put up numbers this season. And Zion Page as well, um, his top receiver. He's got seven touchdowns on the season. He's averaging 30 yards a catch. So one of the best deep ball guys in the area. So it'll be interesting to see what they can do against the Red Raiders defense. Yeah, I think I might stop by and uh, catch a little bit of that game before I head out to Lockport later on tonight. All right, guys, thanks very much. Thank you to Derek Kramer for producing. Uh, We'll talk to you next week for Rivalry Weekend, which is a big one in western New York, and the playoff picture continues to get clearer. Well, at least with Francis here, it gets clear. (laughs) It clears it up for the rest of us. We'll talk to you next week with more Inside high school sports why why if you have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why Why? good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion 